0: Can there be a good billionaire? Across the internet, Sam Bankman-Fried promised to give away all of his fortune. And in a way, I guess he did. Sam Bankman-Fried has lost $40 billion in investor funds, giving away nearly all of his and his customers' money in a single day. His title of the world's most generous billionaire seems a delusion now, but we all bought into the narrative. When we really think about it, can an industry like crypto really attract a saint? Let's take a look into the dark triad personality traits this week and consider whether Bankman Fried was a wolf in cocky clothes or a victim of rapid success. Welcome to the latest episode of Ready, Set, Debt. I'm Ulrika, Director of Sparrow Loans, a private property lender in the Australian market. We're going to talk about how finance seems to attract people with high concentrations of the dark triad characteristics, and if we can apply that in retrospect to Sam Bankman-Fried or SBF, and if these characteristics were what motivated a lot of experienced and well-known funds to invest with SBF and FTX, obviously circumventing their due diligence process. Over the past few days, Bankman Fried's FDX crypto exchange has imploded spectacularly, bringing down a $40 billion cryptocurrency empire. A crypto winter is coming as values of key currencies contract and remain low. And yet, maybe we shouldn't be surprised. The goal of the high-flying crypto protagonists that are propelled into the spotlight has never been to create a viable currency. Rather, their overnight success has become a magnet for others looking for a get-rich-quick scheme that promises to make billionaires from exchange leaders and coin founders. Not saying that there aren't good crypto players out there, but the decentralized and largely unregulated world of cryptocurrency draws in the worst of the finance cowboys. The dark triad consists of narcissism, Machiavellianism and psychopathy. Those high in dark triad traits are on an endless hunt for ascendancy and have a moral compass centered on a true north, leading to self-attainment, whatever the cost. Of course, all these traits exist on a continuum, so we all have a part of us that is narcissistic, psychopathic, and Machiavellian. Nevertheless, there are few industries as deeply entangled with the dark triad as finance, and especially cryptocurrency. When Sam Bankman-Fried said he isn't losing sleep over the FTX crash or that it could be worse, he means it. His tweets that ask what happened highlight how out of touch he is with the consequences of his actions, almost victimizing himself and trying to position himself as one with his clients. Just as in shock. The fact that someone can lose $40 billion in a day and still feel that it could be worse is rashness that gives us important insight into the structure of the crypto market. By its very nature, crypto is decentralized, meaning it has no government or central authority to control it. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative asset with no commodity or government guarantee behind them. This provides a perfect space for coercive and narcissistic personalities to flex their persuasive strengths. Rallying people behind currencies with no real value and little use in the world financial system. At the moment anyway. For these crypto vanguards, it's not about the application of the currency, but of how quick they can make it ascend and whether they can pull out before it goes bust. This opens the door for dark traits to pollute crypto from the get-go. Without the need for a central body to steer the ship and a lack of accountability from minimal legislation, The dark personalities of crypto leaders and platform executives are drawn to crypto like moths to light and in turn become drivers of incredible instability. Their claims that they have reinvented finance and can deliver 20% returns with no risk are pipe dreams. What SBF has taught us specifically is that you can't trust philanthropic exteriors. In one viral YouTube video with over 1.6 million views, SPF is canonized as the world's most generous billionaire and speaks about his love for social justice. He says that his goal for becoming a billionaire was to donate more to charities that are in line with his belief in effective altruism. The FTX Foundation has already donated $190 million U.S. million to numerous causes and had committed to $1 billion U.S. billion in donations for 2022. There are now doubts over... How some of these investments uh, will actually get paid out. ProRepublica, an investigative journalism nonprofit organization, is yet to receive the remaining two-thirds of its multi-million dollar funding grant from the FTX Foundation. Bankman-Fried's investments are more about optics and fulfilling his thirst for a better self-image. It is this bias towards the value system of a philanthropist that sucked in a lot of people to trust Sam as they see fraudulent, irresponsible, and narcissistic behaviours as incongruent with an altruistic person. We looked at his clothes and his Corolla to make the judgement on his humility and focus on work, when really he was living in the most expensive penthouse in the Bahamas the whole time. How did we make that make sense? He had promised to give away all his fortune in the Nas Daily video about his philanthropy, a billionaire at the time um, that had only invested $50 million at that point. Did we understand the significance of the relative gap between $50 million and $1 billion? $50 million just seemed like a lot of money to us, and we were happy to heap praise on someone who would donate this much, but the amount is inconsistent with the promise, and the image of the altruistic billionaire just helped him raise more funds and get more exposure. His intents were hiding in plain sight. At the height of his wealth, he had donated less than 2% of his wealth, all while living in that luxurious residence in a tax haven. Effectively, the donations are the cost of his PR exercise, and also created an image that people love, fulfilling his own thirst for acknowledgement and the spotlight. Who doesn't love someone who promises to help the world's most vulnerable What's really interesting, too, is that the UN had taken on Elon Musk's challenge of a $6 billion plan to end world hunger. I think it ended up being $6.6 billion at the end. But when that fell through and Musk didn't take up that challenge, why didn't SBF pick up the bill? Instead, he was offering $5 to $10 billion, maybe even up to, I think, $15 billion to Musk to assist with the acquisition of Twitter. The PR spiel just isn't adding up. Just to go back to effective altruism and what it is. So SBF claims to follow effective altruism, where it's not just about donating money, but investing in systems that help people build themselves to create independent communities. This makes the narcissism and hypocrisy in Bankman-Fried's desire to spend up to $15 billion on buying Twitter, but keeping silent when the UN asked for $6.6 billion to avert famine in 2022 glaringly obvious. When you look at Maslow's Pyramid of Needs, helping people remove their focus from just pure survival and meeting those basic hunger needs is going to help them be more independent and sustain their communities, especially when the reason for famine is not because people aren't able to help themselves or don't want to, but because of historical exploitation and consistently exploitative systems of this capitalistic society that creates this uneven distribution of resources where we've got uh, food waste in some economies and famine in others. So these crypto managers are riddled with the dark triad traits where their narcissism is often misconstrued as competence or hidden behind a false humility that serves them with the same outcome of adoration, admiration and status. What is also concerning is there seems to be a certain long-term immunity for those that win big and fail big. When their businesses fall, they certainly won't fall with them for long. They will bounce back. So how can you spot a crypto rogue? First, a crypto platform leader will create their own currency called tokens, assign an arbitrary value to the tokens, and float them on an exchange to be traded. The next step is to broadcast the unbelievable returns people can get with your currency to lure them in. Hype and speculation will do the rest, sucking in capital and creating windfall increases in values. This practice is known as yield farming and is a direct expression of the dark triad. The Machiavellianism of crypto's leaders in yield farming to lure in vulnerable people is the first pollution of the dark triad into crypto. They promise the world and deliver an atlas. When the currencies inevitably collapse as prices crash and the hollow interiors of the coins come to light, Investors lose everything, not the platform founders, but they're so disconnected from their emotions that it means very little to them. They'll simply try again under a different business with impunity. So in the case of SBF, how did he orchestrate his altruistic image so well that we didn't spot it? It comes down to a concept called authority bias. Authority bias states that we trust figures in positions of power or influence more willingly than those who are not. Sam Bankman-Fried built his credibility off the back of popular news sites and social media influencers. By signing the billionaire's pledge to give away all of his wealth, driving a Corolla, and sleeping on a beanbag, he became an easy person to get behind. Enormously influential publications like Bloomberg and Fortune wrote articles that fawned over his Robert Hood-like philosophy, applauding the daggy but brilliant altruist they wanted to see. The audience of these publications bought into the narrative they were presented with as they trusted the credibility of these platforms. Sequoia Capital fell hardest for the trap, writing a 14,000-word love letter to Benjamin Freed and comparing him to The Great Gatsby. Nasdaily called him the world's most generous billionaire and stated that his goal as a human is to make as much money as possible just to give it away. Bagman-Fried clearly leveraged influential news outlets and media channels to cement his reputation as a charitable billionaire, covering up the dark side of his personality. The next part of the dark triad relevant to the FTX crypto collapse is psychopathy. The utter lack of remorse, emotional disconnect, and willingness to take significant risk has massacred the futures of many promising cryptocurrencies. Sam Bankman frieds exchange was underpinned by psychopathy. FTX tapped into over $10 billion in customer assets to fund risky asset purchases in its main investment vehicle, Almeida Research. On its book, Almeida had over $3.3 billion in secondary cryptocurrencies and over half of its $15 billion US dollar portfolio in FTT. This gross failure of risk management left the company vulnerable. As cryptocurrencies tend to fall in tandem, being a speculative asset, there would be nothing left to shore up the company in a sudden downturn. These revelations about liquidity concerns proved that Bankman Freed was not only convinced of his own infallibility, but unable to think through the consequences of his actions. Shockingly, Bankman fried had allowed FTX to transplant money customers had deposited for trading purchases to extend loans to Almeida. Did he realistically think that he could hide this? Maybe. Maybe the inner voice of narcissism was so deafening that a call for better judgment would not be heard. After getting annoyed that SBF was speaking badly about him behind his back, the CEO of Binance decided to sell their entire holdings of FTT tokens, which is the exchange of FTX that comprised most of the asset that Almeida was using in its asset purchases. Customers reacted intensely, withdrawing billions of funds from FTX. The crisis deepened as competing egos in the space reacted. It seems that the only thing growing in cryptocurrency is the casualty rate. In May, it was Luna, a cryptocurrency entangled with the doomed Terra USD that wiped out 85 billion in value. In June, it was Celsius, an experimental crypto bank forced into bankruptcy over a nearly 2 billion shortfall. Now FTX has fallen and evaporated $40 billion worth of investor funds. The Machiavellianism and deplorable ethics of crypto leaders have come to bear rotten fruit. They helped inflate cryptocurrency values with their yield farming, leading investors to play a game of pass the parcel by selling tokens before the price collapses. Contagion becomes inevitable as people doubt the soundness of an asset, so it created a Great Depression-style bank run on the exchange. These crypto collapses have resulted in a fall in value from over 3 trillion US dollars to less than 1 trillion US dollars. Confidence is falling in crypto, and that is dangerous for the market as a whole. At the core of any currency is trust. The money in your bank account is not backed by anything either, to be fair, just a promise from the bank to pay it out when you want to withdraw it. In the same way, a government bond is meaningless if it wasn't for the trust you have in a sovereign guarantee to pay you back. Trust in cryptocurrency is dwindling as its Machiavellian leaders continue to squeeze investors for everything they're worth. But investors won't trust forever, and hopefully we'll see better players enter the space before the dark triad destroys all hope of a decentralised currency system. Thank you for listening to Ready, Set, Debt's latest episode. I'm Ulrika, and I hope you have a lovely weekend ahead. I'll see you here next week.